0: up everyone uh, I'm here today on Instagram live to talk about my career thus far uh, my limited career thus far and my experience with trying to figure out what of which one of my passions I want to pursue and I want to talk today about how I'm kind of going all in on photography it sounds weird to say because over like the last couple episodes I've talked about how You know, I want to pursue illustration and graphic design. And I I still love all that and definitely um, want to work in that field. I have a love for branding and design and type. And I've recently been kind of dabbling in illustration. But, uh, But along the way, I kind of fell out a little bit with photography. And that was the very first thing that I... I loved and felt an instant connection to. You know, I was into music and guitar and stuff like that. But in terms of something that I wanted to do professionally, uh, photography was that thing. And most people who know me know that I usually always have my camera around and I'm taking pictures of everything under the sun. But um, over the last year, I kind of a little bit got disheartened, I guess you could say, in that journey. And kind of lost its script a little bit. So today I want to talk about how I'm coming back around to that. And uh, kind of picking up where I left off before COVID. So I've always had a passion for graphic design, for music. You know, all these different creative outlets and expressing myself. I just love to make shit. I like making podcasts. This podcast started because I wanted to have like a show. Kind of starts off as 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 a joke. And then all of a sudden it's like legit, you know, that's crazy. But um, I put a persona on for this podcast because I don't want to be like complaining all along. But I have this thing, like I have everything figured out. But realistically, and this is probably a value to people out there. I've always been really fearful, feeling like I didn't know, you know, what I was doing. You know like picking a, a passion picking a lane and if you, if you listen to a lot of the episodes you'll hear about that me talking about you know like I don't know what I'm gonna do do I do graphic design do I do illustration do I do photography um, but all along I think the one through line is that I've had has been a, really a love for taking pictures in particular taking portraits I remember when I was in college I took uh, this guy Tom Franklin he took the picture um, on 9-11, it's called, the name of the photo, it's famous, it's uh, firefighters raising the flag. That's the one where like the, the fireman's looking up at the flag and they're there at ground zero. That guy who took that photo, great guy, uh, practically a neighbor. He lives like around the corner from me. Uh, he really, you know, I, I always kind of had like mess around with cameras, but he's the one that got me really serious about it. So I learned how to shoot manually in college. I bought my first camera. It was a Rebel T3. And then when I graduated, I, you know, I thought, I have to get something that's secure. I have to get a job that will pay the bills. And I'll be able to prove to my parents or whatever that, you know, that their investment in my college tuition was worth it. That I'm going to be able to provide for my family. And I don't think that I'm going to be able to do that with photography. That's at least what I thought at the time. It seemed almost as if photography, at least for me, was sort of this trivial, grandiose idea, you know. And I, I had friends that were in the wedding photography business. I talked to people on this podcast over the years who really inspired me and have incredible careers um, in photography. And uh, for whatever reason, there was just a lot of self-doubt. I just always was going for like the safer option. But then... When I was living in Montclair about three years ago now, I got really into watching like um, me me and the rest of all of the uh, the guys living here in, in New York that are content creators, got really into Peter McKinnon and uh, Maddie H, who's coming on the podcast, which is really pretty incredible. Um, I would have like lost it if you told me that years ago. But I got into all these content creators on YouTube and learned about you know Lightroom presets and stuff like that. and I was, you know, jumping from roof to roof with like with Adrian Vasquez and uh, Gabriel Desante and stuff like that, doing these, you know, just kind of loitering in New York City. And uh, but I, for whatever reason, always had a bit of self doubt with that stuff. But it was my passion, you know, and I got a sponsorship for the podcast with a camera company, and that was exciting. And I got to get some gear that I would have never been able to afford. And for whatever reason, it just freaked me out. Because then I was like out of excuses. And at the time, you know, I was really into like kind of like drinking and, you know, partying. And I didn't really take myself all too seriously. I was just under a lot of self-constructed pressure, I guess you'd say. And then, so... I feel like I didn't hold up my end of the bargain in terms of what I could do. It took me a long time to kind of come around to that, but it's true. Uh, and the sponsorship ended up not working out, it was all good, whatever. A lot of that was of my own doing because I didn't, I don't know, I was just fearful of, of not being good enough, you know. And I had so many friends like Matt, who's here, who encouraged me to really pursue it. But for whatever reason, I just had sort of this, this self-doubt about my own skills. Which is crazy because of all the things that I've done over the years, I feel like photography is the one thing that I I naturally kind of excel at. Even though the the beginning stuff was really bad. But eventually, you know, it got good. There were a couple of things. A portrait of Matt, who's here in particular, really kind of stood out to me as being a real moment of like, wow, I could really do this. But I just never took it seriously, you know. And I had all these friends like Matt who encouraged me and, you know, my grandma used to... (laughs) I feel like my grandma's probably the most biased person, but, you know, she really th- thought I was a great photographer. My, you know, my parents always really appreciated sort of like the family portraits and stuff like that. And, you know, I took, um, when I was trying to break into portrait photography, I, uh, some of the first people that I shot were like my, my, my wife, my sister-in-law, and my closest friends. But, you know, I've done a lot of soul searching and a lot of therapy uh, during... COVID, during the time of COVID, and also a lot of conversations with people that I really admire and look up to, you know, Matthew Batone, uh, Mary, um, Sammy Drazen, there's just all these photographers, Rob Loud from The Killers, But and it's it's weird with a podcast because sometimes I I almost feel like if I didn't have this podcast, I might not compare myself as much but when I see someone like Rob Loud who's like you know like a touring photographer for the killers and I compare my little like bullshit portraits of you know my friends or whatever it just I don't know I get a little bit in, in the past I would get a little bit impatient with that but now I've realized that with hard work and discipline and determination that I'll be able to sort of achieve my dreams in that way with photography so and uh, you know, I was just a therapy today talking to my wonderful therapist and she we had a good conversation about this exact topic, and I said to her, I was like, You know, I know you think that it's crazy that I come in here and every week it's like I'm seemingly switching careers, but this is really something that I am passionate about, you know? And I think during the time of COVID nineteen I've realized that, the, that stability in the job market, especially in the creative field, is essentially an illusion and that there was nothing really frivolous at all about pursuing a, a, um, a career in photography. It's not that I didn't think that you could make money in photography. Surely you can. There are people that do that professionally, but I didn't think that I could do it. and um, you know, I always wanted to be able to like, go home on like, Thanksgiving and be like, you know, I got a job at Google or I got a job at Facebook. And while that would be cool, you know, really, what I want to do is just like shoot my camera all day and go out to beautiful locations and travel and you know get my uh, Chase Jarvis on. Chase was another person, by the way, who was a uh, a big influence on me from a, you know photography standpoint. His book Creative Calling really inspired me to kind of stick with it. I guess what I'm trying to say is that I'm coming out of this time of self reflection, of therapy, of all this stuff. I want to just do what I love, you know, and the money will come and be more disciplined about it. You know, part of the problem was I would string together a couple of good photo shoots and then I would just go out and like drink and party or, you know, basically just anything but facing, can I really do this? Can I really apply myself? And it's crazy because I, I even doing this as a as I sit here talking to you, I'm like, this is crazy. You're like making this proclamation, but I I, I want to do it. I want to be a professional photographer. I want to be like a Matthew Batone. I want to be like a Rob Loud, you know, Sammy or Mary or whoever, Chase Jarvis. But I also want to be me. And that's the part that was always missing. I could always compare myself to These other people and think like, well, I have a camera and I could do that, but that's for them to do and not for me. But I've been taking, uh, taking is a weird word. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos. i um, been kind of getting caught up again with uh, Peter McKinnon, with Maddie H. And uh, a class that I've, a uh, class, I'll be right, a YouTube channel that I've found where I learn things on is that's really been helpful for me is uh, Julia uh, Trotta, Tr- Trotty, no. Julia Trotty, there you go. She's from Australia. Listen, all my friends in Sydney, if you know her, hit her up. I need to get her on the show. She's my fucking idol. I want to be just like her. She's another person I aspire to be like. Um, But I've been learning a lot. You know, I've been learning about the business side of things. I've been learning about um, sort of those little details that might make a shoot go better. I'm just taking it seriously, you know. And I used to just feel like kind of foolish for being on YouTube for hours on end and learning about stuff that didn't necessarily apply like right then and there. I was sort of um, short-sighted in that way. You know, I I would only want to watch a video if it's something that I can go out and do that day. Whereas now I'm watching these videos and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like that little tidbit of information is really helpful to me and will one day help me to become a more professional um, seasoned veteran in the photography game. So, and, and I also want to be honest about in the scheme of things, I really, if I add up all the time that I've really actually applied myself, it, it actually hasn't been that long at all. You know, there are, there are bits and pieces over my journey, like, you know, when I took that photojournalism class at Rampo College. Shout out to Rampo College. I'm trying to put you guys on the fucking map, son. Um, you know, that was a big moment. Uh, Steve Babbick when I was in uh, high school and I would work in the dark room or whatever the, the term for that is, you know, that was a moment. But it would always just kind of like I pick it up, I get this momentum, and then my limiting fear of not being good enough would suppress that dream. And the more I find out about myself through meditation and therapy and, and you know, uh, global pandemics, the more I realize that this is the, this is the time to, um, to really push and all the notions of what I could be, similar to like what Debbie Millman told me, you know and I was limiting the possibilities before I even um, tried them. You know, I reached out to people that I, idolize is a weird word, but I really strive to be like, you know, I reached out to Mary and I reached out to uh, Matthew Batone and I reached out, uh, I haven't reached out to Rob yet from The Killers, but it's amazing to see just how humble people are when you, Ask them about the profession. You know, people love to talk about their craft. And it's so funny because I do this podcast at scale, and, but there's been so much vanity. And like, you know, I, I get so caught up in the don't be transactional thing. But like, like Matthew, for example, he's uh, John Mayer's photographer. Dave Chappelle's photographer works with Quincy, Quincy Jones. Both of his sons are photographers. Just a wealth of information. And I think that sometimes it's like a like a fake modesty I have sometimes by not asking people, but I think that's okay, you know. I think really I was just scared to find out whether or not I was good enough or could or could do that sort of thing. But I can. I know that I can. And um, yes, I do, for the time being, from a financial standpoint, want a full-time job or just you know some sustained work. I'm still applying for jobs in the branding space and somewhat having some luck with that. Things seem to be opening up a little bit in the economy here. Um, but I, I love photography. And I, wor- I, I wonder sometimes how much I limit myself, you know, and, and not going all in. You know, what if I was just to solely keep, keep this podcast going, um, but solely dedicate myself towards that, that part of it? Cause, like, for example, like with the illustration stuff, I, um, I'm incredibly fascinated by it, and I, I love guys like Christoph Niemann and Sabi Curry, um, you know, Ben Kirshner. These are, I would, oh, I would love to be able to draw like that, but that's not necessarily like me, you know. But photography, it's just like I had never, uh, like, you know, like I, I take a, a pen and pencil. And I go to draw, and it's like Blake canvas Syndrome. I've never once felt that feeling with photography. I get that camera in my hands, and it's like, tch, 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 tch. I just want to do that the whole time, you know? And um, it's it's in the DNA. My dad was actually really good, and this is, a psychologist would probably have a field day with this one. But my dad, growing up, was constantly documenting. Like, you know, like Gary Vee. By the way, shout out Brent Beats. Another, another uh, Gary Vee reference for you here, brother. Uh, but... My dad, like you know how they like Gary Vee says, document, don't create. My dad did that my whole life. My whole life from 1991 until like 2001. No, maybe a little bit before that. But it was documented on video. And my dad just like really good at storytelling. He just kind of has that natural ability. So I hope this all made sense. And uh, I'm going to continue to document this journey to use another Gary Vee-ism and, uh, you know, it's it's interesting to try and find yourself while also like putting that out into the world and trying not to hate yourself in the process but you know I'm trying to to edit the the narrative you know the self pity and stuff like that and and just work and this you know like I was saying today that with the podcast I'm so tenacious after you know after like, meeting people and growing the podcast and doing all this different stuff, but in my own journey I'm like help me, I'm poor, you know? And I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be just as tenacious for my own personal passions um, as I am with this podcast. And I think for far too long, the podcast has sort of served as a crutch for not really getting out there and and chasing the things that I want to do. So I say about 70% of what I just said, I meant. And the other of it was like me just trying to find the words for it. But there's a lot of truths in there, you know? I'm, I'm, it's hard to articulate sometimes because it's like you're describing a feeling, you know, and uh, I guess if I was to just say it and try and articulate, I would just say that I've I've lived in fear and I now want to sort of live in the light and see things and be willing to kind of put myself out there more and learn and grow from my friends and mentors in this podcast not just as like, a, I'm the podcast guy, and I've got it all figured out, and if you follow me, you too can be just like me, when really, I'm scared shitless, you know? I don't know. I never know what these uh, touchy-feely podcasts, if people like it or if it resonates or whatever, so let me know in the comments what you think. Okay. I'm getting off now. Uh, this felt good, though. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Not on iTunes. I've been saying that recently, and... uh Follow along on YouTube, doing a lot of cool stuff, upgrading the camera gear. Oh, and, and by the way, that's one of the cool things that, um, that happened. And one of the things that really got me thinking about this was uh, I had financed like a 70 Mark II and had this kind of this pipe dream of like one day being a professional photographer. I left that part out. And then I got this good gear. Then I had to return that gear. And now I've been helping my dad out with the church and getting his live stream Uh, set up and then we got a new camera for the church the canon r6 which i am also now using uh for my photography and i will be getting some new lenses and i'll be talking about that experience and uh yeah it's gonna be good it's gonna be fun i'm always like a super emo weird emotional person after um going to therapy but it feels good though it feels good to put this out into the world i love you guys be good let me know if this is good or not or or this is a terrible decision to put this out into the world Okay, goodbye. Peace.